Welcome to the shed. So how you guys been? You know, just wondering how everyone's been. Hopefully everyone's doing well. Um, starting the, n- the new year well. We're in month two of the new year. It's a, it's a great year so far. So today I am currently somewhere else for work. And... I got to learn about new people in a different area. And it's kind of a small world because as I was traveling to my location, I met someone who's from Washington and it was cool having a good chat with her. She was very nice, very kind. And uh, we got to talking for a while because I like to get to know new people. And I'm getting and I'm getting to know new people every day. That's the first thing I'm interested is in talking with people. You know, I get to I'm getting to know the guys here at this location, and I'm learning a lot about them. Um, you know, sometimes in life you can hear that a certain place is not the best place in the world, but you just need to give it a chance and give it you know go into things with an open mind. And I've done that so many times, and that's probably how I performed my growth. And um, it's really cool meeting people in different, I mean, you could kind of say it's a different culture. You know, the culture is not just, you know, a nationality. A culture could be what a region is and what you're learning from it. Well, before I came out to this location, I was talking to someone, and they asked me, have you ever said anything stupid I don't know how this guy has impressed me I'm very shocked myself because I say a lot of stupid shit all the time I mean I've been saying stupid shit since the beginning of time I do say inappropriate things I try to limit that but I am who I am right don't waste your time on people who already dislike you or had a, already a mindset on you. You know, I learned that over the years. And um, that's why I come into things with open mindset. It doesn't matter who it is, what it is, where they're from. You know, I'm impressed that he didn't think I said anything stupid. I say stupid shit all the time. You know, that, that that's what I fucking know for. Um, people think I'm very funny, you know, and it's cool that people think I'm funny. It boosts my ego. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I don't have much in one. Sometimes I lack confidence. But the thing is, people ask me if I said something stupid. I say stupid shit all the time. Um, And I do stupid things. I'm not, not drastically stupid, but just enough to be like, what the hell are you doing? You know? But I did learn... Kindness, compassion over the years growing up. I learned a lot about myself. But this guy was also asking me, have I ever had been disciplined by my parents? Um, Yes, I have. And, uh, you know, I will say that some people back in the day, Some parents overdid it, not one to judge. And I don't know, 
getting your ass whooped in a market back then was a common thing. It's not like, oh, poor kid, we should call someone. It's like, what did that kid do? That's how it was back in the day. And it was making me think about a lot of things. And today and then back then. Um, well, I don't talk back to my parents. My uh, When I was growing up, I was also taught, don't talk when adults are speaking. And a lot has changed over the years. You know, it's crazy because I told one of my really good friends that when I was a kid, um, I had my middle finger dislocated before. And he was a little horrified, but I laughed at it. And he didn't understand the story because, you know, when you do an inside joke or you had to be there to to witness it. Sometimes it's funny, like me, my dad, my brothers and other people that I've met over the years have said funny stories about ass whoopings. I'm dead ass serious. People look at me like I'm crazy, but, you know, it's. It's sometimes you look back at it and you realize that you. You didn't deserve the ass whooping to the extent it was, but you knew why you got disciplined, correct? And it makes you really think and wonder. It makes me grateful for who I am today and why I am the way I am today. It makes me laugh about it. I mean, all you could do is look back and laugh. For some people, it's painful. I'm not going to say it isn't. Um, Some people wear it as a badge of honor because... I'm not going to say everyone had the best results, but I didn't end up with bad results as a kid growing up. And, you know, when you get older, you're like, would you discipline your kids? Well, I mean, I would, but I wouldn't do the extent that I got it. Right. And then also, you know, the police officers, you know, they're in a position where there's a line that's really thin between abuse and discipline. And now over the years, It's more and more like taboo, looked down upon. But, you know, to be honest with you, in my point of view, it's worked over the years. Some kids never needed it. I'm going to say that some kids never did, never needed it, and they ended up pretty good people. And some kids needed it, and I was one of those kids. I'm never going to knock down my father for what he did. My father was grateful for his dad doing what he did. But... That's the thing. Like, you could be horrified when I said my middle finger got dislocated. And at the same time, me and my brother are laughing and people are surprised that I think it's funny. But you got to look at the humor in some things. You know, the intent of the parent, well, you hope, is not to hurt and abuse their kids. And some parents have did it without, you know, they made sure they weren't angry when they did it. Uh, Some parents did it when they were angry and explained why they did it. And some of us got our ass whooped with no questions asked because we knew what we did. And when you listen to what your parents went through compared to what you went through now, it's a day and night difference in that ass whooping. Back in the day, they went medieval on these motherfuckers. (laughs) Like medieval on that ass. I had it way better than what my dad did. And I I think my dad monitored himself and watched himself better than what his dad did. But that's how you're taught, right? You're you're going off what your parents teach you. And people want to fix what they didn't like. And through the generations of, you know, getting disciplined, I ain't going to lie. I 
had it pretty good because, you know, there's some things my dad thought was a little harsh. Like, for instance, I never once got my ass whooped for not washing the dishes. But my dad told me, I think he was in his teen years, he was able to wash dishes. And one day, you know, they had a meal. And, uh, you know, and he's talking to me about he was just tired. You know, and you kind of have to wait till everyone's done to eat to wash the dishes. So that's what he did. But he took a nap, right? And that nap went into sleep. And he said he was dreaming. And as he was sleeping, he was dreaming that someone was whooping his ass. And he's like defending and blocking for himself and defending and blocking for himself. And during his slumber, he wakes up and grandpa is whooping that ass. And he's like, oh, God, what? And like, he's just just whipping him and he's like what what and then my grandfather stops realizes that this brother woke up and he says go wash the dishes now i've never had it that way i think these stories are funny and you gotta look at humor in some of these things like some people are like oh you know like yeah it's, it's how you look at it and you look at intent i'm not saying that some parents haven't overdone it i'm saying that yes they had it probably rough and some parents never learn and they just continue a cycle i'm not here to judge but there is like positive things that I've seen in myself that see when people it, it, the positive thing what I'm trying to get to is when people think of fear, they look at it as a fact of the fear that they're scared of doing anything right. Well, when you have a fear of doing wrong, it's it's it can be a good teacher. But here's the thing. There's many types of fear, and it depends how you define fear. I define it in a way how my parents grew up, and it is a respectful fear, is that you might be bigger than your parents. You might think you're, you know it more than your parents, but you still listen to your parents in the fear of an ass whooping. Now, depending on how you grew up is depending how fearful you were of the ass whooping. Some kids got their ass whooped because it was Tuesday. No, I'm going to say that's wrong. Some kids got their ass kicked for, well, they just got their ass whooped for sport. I felt bad for those kids. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying, oh yeah, you know, ass whooping, ha ha. Like, yeah, you laugh about it. If the person laughs about it, they think it's funny. If a person was abused and I've seen people who were abused, that's where I start to reel in my feelings because it isn't funny because I don't like abuse. Now, some people can't differentiate the difference. And that's not only for the person receiving. It's also for the person who's giving the disciplines because sometimes they overdo it and they don't they think they're doing the right thing. So, you know, it's a little bit of a teeter totter. It's a two side of a story, two sides of a coin. I'm not saying one person's incorrect and I'm not saying one person's correct, but I will never, ever say the person who was abused, their feelings are invalid. It is always valid. I, I understand that. As I got to know my father growing up, I knew he did it because he loved us and he was trying to teach us lessons that his father taught him and that he taught me and my brothers. Now, we didn't get hit all the time. We didn't get hit every fucking day. That's not what I'm saying. But when you deserved it, you knew it was coming. It was like the, uh, it's like judgment day. 
you're sitting there and you're waiting and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, we all been there. You know, my dad also told me another funny story. <clears throat> so one day, you know, how, I, how I'm saying the story of you don't talk when adults are talking. My father put it in his input when grownups were talking. And grandpa didn't hit him this time. He looked at him like, wait till we get home. I'm going to tell you this right now. Wait till you get home is one of the worst feelings in the damn world. If you're a kid that was spanked or who got disciplined, that's the worst feeling. It's the longest car ride in your life. It's the longest day of your life. If you're waiting to go to school, like I am going to tell your father or your mother, whoever the ass whooper may be. You're going to be sitting there like worried about that ass whooping, but you know, it's going to happen. So you might as well get over it. Right? So my dad goes in the car with my grandma, my grandpa, and I think his brothers were, were with him. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to butcher the story. So I'm trying to say the best I can. Cause it is funny. Cause you guys look at each other and you, you know, when it's funny, when you're playful about your ass whoopings back to the story. So my grandfather was driving, he makes it home, and my dad stays in the car thinking he's going to forget about it. But then he gets up, and he and he opens the door. My grandfather opens the door like an ass-whooping welcoming. Like, congratulations, you won the grand prize. Now my dad thinks he's outsmarted the old man, like, mm, no, no, I'm not going in, you know. Like, like he opened the door for him. And he's behind. So basically, this is how he opened the door. This is the way I'm interpreting what my dad went through. So my grandfather opens the door and goes outside and lets him come in. Now, <laughs> my dad was trying to be slick, like, no, you go in. My grandfather's like, no, you go in. You go in first. And they were going back and forth. He's like, come in the house first. And as soon as his ass went in there, popped. Just smacked him and smacked him and told his ass to go to his room. Now... You know, it, it might be light, but these ass whoopings were out of love. There's a lot of passion behind these ass whoopings, all right? These these ass whoopings are special, right? In my heart, they are. And in my dad's heart, he is. Because let me tell you something. At the end of the day, my, my dad thanked my grandfather before he passed, okay? So, you know, and my dad tells me another story. Before he, you know, when he was a kid, he was about to say something right before Right before my dad say anything while adults are talking, pops them right in the mouth. Now, you could say, oh, that's horrible, but we laugh at it. And it's a humor that we looked into it because my dad didn't did it all the time, but he got us, you know. Um, and I'm going to go to the dislocated finger. <clears throat> and this is a funny story. This is one of my favorites. It's on the top five ass whooping in the Mount, Mount Rushmore of ass whoopings. So... I'm with my brother, Teddy. Okay. And me and Teddy were talking and my dad wanted us to do something, but he said it in such a way that, you know, when you're a kid, you want to revolt sometimes. And, uh, it was not a good day for the little young Bert pup. And my dad said something. I didn't like what he said. And then he was just like, you know, he, he you know, my dad's not usually on one, but whatever it may be, this is what I'm kind of remembering. What made me do what I did. So as soon as my dad turns around, I flipped off my dad and my dad turns back and he saw me. He didn't see my finger, 
but he saw when my hand went back down. Now, my brother is nervous as I am nervous. I'm looking at the ass whooper in his eyes like I just fucked up, but I didn't want him to catch me, but he caught me. And my dad goes up to me, says, do it again. I looked at my brother. My brother looks at me. He's like, and then I looked at my dad. He's like, do it again. Do what you did again. And my dad's telling me this. And I'm scared, by the way. And I'm like, well, fuck it. In my mind, I'm like, fuck it. What's going to happen is what's going to happen. I'm not going to lie to my dad because then it'd be worse, right? So I looked at my brother. Then I stared right at my, my dad. And I flipped him off. And he grabs my middle finger. Grabs the whole thing and cocks it to, let's just say the right. Not not too hard where it's snapped like like a Kung Fu master snapping someone's arm. It was a gentle kind of like firm, you know, like turning off a light switch kind of deal, but quite firm with a lever. And I'm in shock, right? And let me tell you something. When I saw my old man's face, I don't know who was more in shock between me and him. But I was just as much shocked as he was. But to see the the shock that my dad was in, he was like, well, fuck. I fucked up. Like, oh, shit. Because not only he was worried about him getting in trouble and, uh, you know, with dealing with the hospital problem. But my mom, the true savage, is going to deal with his ass. So I'm not thinking about that. I'm looking at my finger. And I look at my middle finger and it's cocked to the right. And I look at my brother and my brother is smiling and he's nodding like, yes, your middle finger is fucked. And me and him, I swear to God, me and him looked at my finger. I looked at my brother and he's nodding like, "Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we both looked at my middle finger and I start screaming like, and you heard the woodworks come out. Now my dad knew he fucked up. And the funniest part, my mom comes like, what the fuck happened? We're all losing our mind. My brother is fucking freaking out. I'm freaking out. We all go to the hospital and the doctor's like, well, what happened? Uh, um, little, well, little Martinez or whatever he called me or kid. And I looked at him. And I was just like, I fell down the stairs because I'm not going to snitch on my old man. I deserved it. Was it a little over the top? But I knew he didn't mean to do it. And people kept telling me, well, he's not supposed to do it. It doesn't mean it's right. I'm not saying it's right. Okay, but you could tell when a parent fucks up when their face looks like, oh, fuck, just like you look at your middle finger. Oh, fuck. You know, now I would never snitch at my old man. Okay, that will never happen. And yeah, I'm saying it now. But guess what? You can go to I'm not going to court for this shit. And it doesn't matter because I'm a grown ass man. I'm 34 now. But it's funny because, you know, it's kind of like, oh, I fell down the stairs like. I mean, you kind of don't believe it, but this is back in the time where it was okay to whoop your kids' ass. No, they're looking for abuse, but guess what? It's like, that's not going to happen. So, you know, I, I, it was dislocated. It wasn't broken. I had to wear a little brace, you know, and it's a big fucking brace, so I had a big middle finger stick it up. But it's funny because when I told this story, it was me and my dad, and I think a few people were around, and when we talked about it, I was surprised my brother Teddy remembered. He laughed with me and my dad was laughing because, you know, when you look, when you look back at it, right, and you look at intent and you look at your dad, I trust my father. I fear him respectfully, but I, I trust him. And 
you build a bond with someone where, yeah, they can fuck up, but he wasn't really trying to damage me or hurt me. It just happened to be that way. Okay. And, you know, it's funny because I talked to my brother about this and we still laugh to this day about it. And I don't know if my wife was with me or not. What we talked about, but we were laughing hysterically so hard is that when you see what they did then to now, it's like we understood and I knew I messed up. All right. Did I deserved the dislocated finger in the world of respecting your parents? If it was back in my dad's day, I think he I would have got knocked out like Mike Tyson throws a right hook and you're going to sleep. Or that finger would have went right up my ass. So let me say my dad dealt with it with as much grace as possible because I ain't going to lie. People get mad at more each other in the street and they do more violent things than spanking or disciplining your kid in a way. But I laugh at it. You know, me and my brothers laugh at it. And my dad told me a bunch of stories. And we laugh because it's hilarious because if you look at the comedy of an ass whooping it's kind of an art okay because i remember another story i'm about to tell you i remember when i was talking i said some stupid shit to my dad and my dad's like man you better be careful man because i'm gonna whoop your ass i'm gonna wait till you're out the shower okay because now you're wet and naked and not only when that belt connects to that ass it's going to be so sharp because the, the stick to the landing is worse when you're wet and naked. And my dad said, Grandpa did that to him. It's out of the ass-whooping Bible. I think that Bible is going to be retired because if I ever had a kid, I know I can't do 80% of what my veteran ass-whooping father did and what his father-fathers did. Now, I was talking some smack, felt a little confident. Confidente. And my brother Teddy... The witness, you know, we never snitch on the old man. And, you know, he's like, fine. And I was talking my smack and then he was calm. Now, when someone's calm, that's where you should be the most concerned in your mind. Like, mm, that's too calm for my taste. Like, it's too confident, right? <laughs> and, you know, the crazy part about that whole thing was I was like, all right, whatever. I forgot about this, by the way. You know how my dad waited for my grandfather to forget? Your old man don't forget about an ass whooping that you deserve. It's like it's like a, it's like money being owed. So so I go ready to take a shower. I take my shower. Now I'm gonna tell you this right now. Um, pure silence after the shower goes off, and it's because it's not like music back in the day, which would have been worse because the ass whooping would have been more more of a surprise while I'm listening to my music. But anyways, back to the story. I'm done taking a shower. You know how the shower gets quiet. You hear the drips, drips. And as I heard the drips, 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 I heard the door, I heard the bathroom door go. And I'm like, well, and I got my ass whooped, like just getting whooped. All right. That ass was pleasantly whooped. And, you know, at the end of the day, I talked to my dad and he always says this. I'm your father first and then your friend, right? He's got to do what he's got to do to be dad. Even to this day, I'm bigger than my dad. I'm stronger than my dad. Okay. And I look at him 
And like he could still whoop my ass. Like he got that old man strength, that old man will. Okay. But it's a respectful fear, you know? And he looked at my grandfather the same way. He told me about it because he's bigger than my grandfather. He goes, eh, that guy still got a lot of ass whooping left in him. But over those years, you know, after learning from your parent, you develop a sense of, I'm glad I'm raised the way I was without any regret. And you meet people and kids that they, we all talk about our ass whooping stories, you know, and we talk about our ass whooping stories out of pride and we laugh about it. Like, oh, have you ever got like these new kids coming in the block? Okay. Where I work at, these kids are like the youngest I've seen 18, um, 20, 19, 20, I mean, not 2019, but like 19 years old, 20 years old, 21 year olds up to like maybe the age of 24, 25 is when the prime ass whooping years kind of ending. Tells me I wouldn't, I would be mortified if my dad whooped my ass. And I'm looking at him like, have you ever got spanked before? No, I got my PlayStation taken away. Yeah, that's cute. Or mom took away my phone. Yeah, that's cute. You know what I'm saying? Like these kids, I'm not saying they ended up bad because I met a lot of, and I'm going to say I met a lot of good kids over the years. When I was coaching, I met a lot of good kids, but some of them never got their ass whooped before. And there's no awareness of a uh, of a consequence to a reaction, right? I'm careful the way I speak and I am the way I am because I know how it feels to get hit. And if you put yourself in a situation where you get in a fight, you can get in trouble. Now, I'm not fearing someone's going to hit me, no. But the thing is, it's like I'm going to avoid the problem while I can. And I'm more of an adult about it because I already got my fighting years out of the way. But the thing is, when I hear these kids... I don't know when the ass whooping era ended, but those years were pretty prime when I was growing up. And I love when my mom goes, I never hit you guys. Come on. Like you weren't as created and savvy as my dad. You went to the old school belt or you used a spoon or anything that's in your hand to kind of get a little nervous. And sometimes, you know, she usually use her hand hitting behind the head. Like, hey, knock it off, idiot. You know? And I'm not saying, and the good parents are not proud about it. They go, yeah, I did it. But they ain't proud about it. You know, the people who don't brag are the people that really did it. Yeah, yeah, we we laugh and talk about it and we brag about our ass whoopings. But, I mean, we learn from it, right? A lot of us ended up good people, good citizens. And I will say, let me throw that out there, okay, to cover my bases. People have been abused. And it has fucked some people up. Okay? I understand that. Um, you know, like I said in one of my episodes, the kids are kind of a little done disciplined over the years. I'm going to say that. But there are some good kids out there. But now we're getting to the point we really need to look how I understand being aware of, of bullying Understand being aware of not being a bad or of not being a bad person. Take a self inventory of yourself. Some people got better about it, but some of these people never got their ass whooping. We're getting pretty fucking soft. And I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Now, some parents have ruined the ass whooping. Um, sometimes it can get excessive, and because people get mad, no one wants to go to jail. But I'll tell you this to this day: I will never snitch on my parents. Technically, you could say that, and I'm not going to charge my parents on anything. But what I'm saying as an adult looking back at it, 
I appreciate how I was raised. Because my dad told me when he talked to my grandfather before he died, before my grandfather died, he thanked him for how he raised him. Because he probably would have ended up in prison, dead, or in, I mean, yeah, prison, dead, or on drugs. And uh, when he told me that, and I'm sitting there listening to him, t- because we were just talking about this the other day, and I'm listening to him telling me that, should I look back to myself, and I'm like, I'm grateful that my parents disciplined me. My mom did it, and she did it the old school way. She wasn't creative and savvy as my dad, the Shaolin master of at whooping ass. But... The thing is, they kept us in line. You know, I'm from a place that's brutal, right? And I feel like sometimes the parent has to be more brutal than the environment or more scary than the environment. Um, And it makes you more aware and more careful of how you do things. And it's funny because my mom was more verbal than my dad. I'm not saying my mom was brutal, but she was. Women can be physically and verbally brutal to deal with more brutally mentally my mom told me this until this day i'm scared to go to jail because my mom said if you're in jail i'm gonna go visit you and this is my mom say word for word i'm gonna say while i'm visiting you at that glass and yell really really loud you like it in the ass now i'm telling you that that's what kept me out of prison Um, I don't even want a fucking DUI. I don't care because my mom's crazy. Okay. My mom will do that shit. And you know, may Jesus take the wheel for you. And then I would look at my mom like, yeah, yeah. And I never acted up. I was fearful, respectfully, respectfully of my parents. But I mean, times are changing. I guess there is unique ways you can discipline people, but Look how I feel like we're like there's a trend. Look how soft and sensitive we're getting. Now it's okay to have sensitivity to certain things and it's okay to be vulnerable. I'm not saying none of those things. But we're a little more extreme on the sensitivity issue. Look, I respect mental health. I respect everything that people are going through. That's not what I'm saying. But I had it hard growing up and I ended up a lot more disciplined than most people because when my dad thanked my grandfather that he would have been dead in jail or on drugs i look back at me and i think my dad and to and my mom because my mom was the ambassador of of fear she took away our shit she was verbal about stuff and my aunts and my uncles did a good job helping out because it takes a village and i had i develop a, a fear a respectful fear that to this day i have not Ended up doing drugs. I have not been in jail, thank God. And I have not been, and I'm still alive. So, you know, moving from Chicago to Washington was a good move. And what my parents enforced in me out of, you know, I have respect and everything. And, you know, when you look back, you always appreciate it when it's easy, when it was hard before. In everything you do. Every single damn thing you do, when you had it hard and you look back today and how it's better for you and easy for you, you're more appreciative about it now than then. Like, as I got older, I started to understand why my parents implemented what they implemented in me. And some kids look back at it, too. You might not realize it now, but eventually you're going to realize, like my dad did, because my grandfather was pretty harsh. But he was a loving man, but he did it out of love. And my uncles feared my 
my grandfather. This is on my dad's side. And it's crazy because, you know, I, I, I respectfully feared my grandfather, even though he never lifted a finger on me. What I saw, what he did to my youngest uncle, I was like, I don't want none of that mess of that old man ass whooping. Old ass whoopings. Old school veteran ass whoopings is like ass whoopings of ass whoopings. That's ass whooping mastery when you're about 50, 60 years old. I don't want to know what my dad has behind his sleeve either. But, you know, it's it's funny. Like, some people are scared about it because, you know, there has been people that have been abused. And some people laugh about it. And more times than not, I met guys that we laugh, we brag about it. We even hear guys like, oh, how was it? You know, like kids were looking at us like, ass will move like, like, old school you know and how how was it and some kids say they got spanked and i was like well what kind of spanking pat on the butt you know i was like eh, i mean that's like eating the same thing every day my dad was a chef he had something special on the menu if you fucked up but you know that that's life and i'm thankful i'll always be thankful i ended up a good person because of it you know people might be like oh well you know like my friend who's like well you shouldn't have got your finger dislocated yeah i get you I understand, but the principle and the concept that I learned, I would never snitch on my dad because he did it. <laughs> it's fucked up to say out of love, you know, and my best friend Jimmy told me when, when me and him was working at Costco, when me and Jimmy was working at Costco, we saw this little kid just, just yelling, screaming, cussing out his parents. And I'm Jimmy's assistant at Costco Wholesale, okay? And we're beeping through the line. And we let that kid go through. And as soon as there was no one in my line, we were still thinking about that moment, what that kid did. And Jimmy looks at me and he says, if that were me, I'd be screaming, Daddy, no! And just get that ass whooped. And I was laughing. And me and him were laughing because we can relate on that. We were laughing so what that was two hours into our shift we worked an eight hour shift for six damn hours i was useless laughing and that's what made me best friends with with, with my best friend jimmy and multiple best friends in different time timelines but when i worked at costco on my adult job that's my best friend Till this day we laugh about that until this day we can relate because we laughed because we, we can relate with each other about how kids are acting half the time that's the funny part. I like how parents go, oh, don't do that now. Don't do that. My dad said, wait till you get home, little man. I'm about to whoop that ass. And, you know, or he pops you very quick. Make sure no one sees it like a, like an assassin going behind killing somebody. Don't, don't you cry. And you'd rather not cry and not get an ass whooping when you get home. But, man, that ass whooping brewing and you're driving home and you know what's coming. Whew. I don't miss those days, but you learn from them. But anyways, you know, um, that's today's episode. You know, it's a little rant, you know, and it's cool getting to know people, especially in the South. Um, well, I guess it's the East Coast, the South. I'm not going to tell you where I'm at, but you learn from these people from different demographics, from poor to rich to middle class. And, you know, we all got our ass whooped. That's what we have in common. Well, at least the older guys like us, but, and I'm not even that old. I'm in my mid thirties. I'm still young, but we're older than these young pups. But the thing is we can relate and we laugh about it to this day. It's like, uh, it's really cool. 
But anyways, thank you for listening. I appreciate what everyone's been doing. Hope you guys had a good Valentine's Day. Um, you know, Black History Month. You know, I learned a lot over the years. Um, but yeah, that's the episode. And I thank you for listening. What time you be will be list or are listening? When you may be listening, on however you be be listening. Thank you very much, and have a good one.